Hello and welcome to this week's Year 9 GCSE Business Studies podcast with me, Mr Piers. Um, so what I'm going to do going forward is do a recap of what we did last week. Uh, and what I want you to do is listen or write down um, definitions to the five key terms or five of the key terms that we studied last week. Um, so you're going to write down definitions for these five. You're going to stop the podcast so you can write them down and then you can restart it. Um, and I will go through what the definitions are. So I want you to write down definitions for just-in-case stock control, just-in-time stock control, job production, flow production, and economies of scale. So you should stop the podcast now, write down the definitions, and then restart. Right, so hopefully you've done that. Just-in-case stock control. So that is where you have a buffer stock, so you have spare stock, so you'll have um, lots and lots of stock, so you never run out. So the disadvantage is you've got to have a, a warehouse which costs money, um, but the plus side is production doesn't have to stop and you're, you're never going to run out of things to sell. Just in time, stock control is where the deliveries arrive just before you need or use them. Be careful not to use exactly the same just in time before you use it. Um, so the the good thing about this is you don't need any warehouse space, so it lowers your cost, but it's also going to be fresh produce if it's um, food and, and drinks. Um, but the downside, as we've seen in recent weeks, is that if there's any kind of problem in the supply chain or production process, then, then production and selling would just have to stop. Job production is one-off production, so that might be a wedding cake um, or a custom-made table, so that's where you just make one of the item to to measure, to, to demand. Um, the good things about that are you can customise it and get it exactly how you want it, which means you can charge a higher price. The downside, it's very labour intensive and time consuming, so it's very expensive. Flow production, that's if you think of your factories and you've got lots and lots of products whizzing by, so you produce lots and lots of products all day, um, so you can get a very high quantity of products. But the downside is that these are likely to be of lower quality. Um, and then you can't customise them. And then the trickiest one from last week was economies of scale. So economies of scale is where your costs per unit fall as output goes up. So basically as the company gets bigger, it gets cheaper per unit for you to produce. Um, and if you remember that linked to diseconomies of scale, and that's where the company gets too big, um, and then things like communication and poor motivation lead to costs um, actually going up. So your average unit cost goes down. Remember, average unit cost is your total cost divided by the units of output. Um, so today's topic I want to look at is the topic of quality. So first of all, we've got to think, what do we mean by by quality? We all know companies that have, that have got high quality links. So in terms of supermarkets, you might think Waitrose. In terms of cars, you might think Jaguar. These are high quality brands. Um, so if something is a quality product or service, we assume it is reliable. We assume it's going to do the job it says. Um, it's not going to it's not going to fail us. It's not going to need to be recalled. Um, so reliability is one of the biggest things to do with quality. Um, and companies obviously seek good quality for lots and lots of reasons. Um, so I just mentioned those two companies in Waitrose and Jaguar, but it, it adds to your brand image. Uh, it means your reputation and your, your customer reputation, therefore probably your customer retention is going to be 
higher. If people are happy with the quality and service that they're getting, they're going to share it with other people via word of mouth and they're going to go back to that company. It will also mean you get um, fewer complaints. So people aren't um, unhappy. You're going to get fewer, uh, have to give fewer refunds and product recalls, which obviously lowers costs. So all in all, it makes you look a better brand, a better company to everyone else. And then what they're able to do, if you think of those two companies I just mentioned, what they're able to do is charge a higher price, which is what's called a premium price. So we'll do pricing strategies later on, but premium price is basically the ability to charge a higher price. So Waitrose charge a premium price. They charge higher prices in the main than other supermarkets. Um, this means they've added values. They're able to add value to their uh, to their products so then they can sell it to you for more at that premium price. So it enables them to get more money in. Um, so these are all the, the advantages of uh, quality. It hopefully will mean higher sales, a better image. You can charge a higher price. You get lower product recalls. The two big negatives are that it costs a lot of money. Um, again, if we think back to the two examples we've used, Waitrose, what it means you're going to use higher quality suppliers. So you've got to pay those suppliers more. Um, and if you compare Waitrose to maybe some other supermarkets, you might have more staff, you might have better trained staff. So it means the training costs go up as well. So they're, they're the major negatives of um, having quality products. You're going to have to pay your suppliers more down the supply chain. You're going to have to train staff longer, um, possibly pay them higher wages because they're, they're maybe more skilled staff. That adds to your costs, maybe lowers your overall profit. Um, in terms of how you check what your quality is, so quality checking is a, is a big thing. How do we know uh, as, a, as a company, if you're a manager of a company, how do you know how good your, your quality um, and of, of product or service is? And the two main ones you have to know are what are known as total quality management or TQM and quality assurance. Now, total quality management, the keys in the total, is where everyone in the company is responsible for quality. So everyone has to be aware of the, the, the product and service has to be good. They have to take responsibility for it. Um, if you think of, again, of let's stick with Waitrose and, and supermarkets, every member of staff should be responsible for treating customers well. If it's Jaguar, it should be that every member of staff should know what their job is on the assembly line and making sure that the, the, the car going through and the parts they're doing isn't faulty. So total quality management involves all of the staff being responsible and able to check quality of products. Um, this is obviously a very expensive process because again you have to train all of the staff. They all have to be aware. Um, you have to get the right staff in so recruitment's important because they've all got to care. They've all got to, to buy into this. Um, but obviously the benefits are you get far fewer product recalls, refunds and complaints because if everyone in the company is looking out and seeking quality uh, it means things like uh, faulty products should be should be spotted quickly and then got rid of. And the main one against this is quality assurance. So quality assurance is much more where you're looking at a manager or supervisor will check the work of others. So if you think of, um, let's go to Jaguar for this one, if you think of a production line, quality assurance would, would be picking out one product every few hundred to check the quality of that product. But obviously that means all the rest are just going going through unchecked. So you're hoping that with the quality assurance, that one check on the production line, or things like mystery shoppers, 
that we discussed recently. Um, so that's quality assurance where that mystery shopper's one-time experience, they're checking, um, and it might be good, it might be bad, but then that's not checking everyone else's quality. Um, so quality assurance, if we're comparing it to total quality management, is obviously cheaper because it involves fewer people, less training, but it's less all—it's not as all-encompassing as total quality management. So it will mean uh, that the quality and the assurance around it is not as good. So the reputation and brand image might not go with it. Um, likely questions or common questions that you might get around quality. Um, you might just get a simple define what total quality management or, or quality assurance is so for sort of anywhere between two and four marks if you happen to apply it it might be recommend which one to use so you'd be given the case study and it it might using the case study and applying that you would say well, what's more appropriate do we use a total quality management system or quality assurance and you'd have to go in your to in into your advantages and disadvantages um, or it might be the as we've just discussed, the costs and benefits of uh, one or the other. So what are the benefits of a total quality management system or what are the benefits of a, of a quality product or service? Um, and all of these are going to be, like when we did customer service, all of these are going to be very, very applicable. So quality um, with with one company is going to look for different for quality to another. So if we're looking at uh, last year, HelloFresh was used. So HelloFresh deliver groceries to, to cook to your door um, if we're looking at quality for them well that's about the freshness of the ingredients if we're looking at the quality um, of Jaguar cars that's going to be about safety and reliability uh, we recently discussed hotels in class if we're looking at the, the quality of hotels well that's looking at maybe of the comfiness of the bed so with quality as well as, as well as customer service you need to be very careful to apply it to the, the situation Okay, so I will um, put that in the email. There is a section on the BBC Bite Size website that I'll put a link to, so you should should make notes on the, the quality section there and then test yourself. You should also complete the, complete the Seneca Learning section 3.3, um, and then I will be back next week with your next topic, um, and I'll do the same as I did at the start of this one. Um, I will recap so you need to know what the key terms are that we learnt today.